Welcome to the very first episode of Tuesdays with me, Tony, in the new year. I'm excited to be back to it. If you're new to this show, I'm a brand strategist, which means I help brands understand themselves as well as understand the people they want to reach. But I'm also one of those mysterious millennials that everyone loves to hate on. This show is all about dissecting what young people are creating on social media and in technology in a way that applies to marketers and brands. On each episode, I have a rotating panel of guests that weigh in on the latest and greatest memes, trends, and internet phenomena with me. This week, we have Monica Ko. She's my work partner in crime and a fellow strategist here at MRY. Hey. We also have Leah Butler, a badass associate creative director and kind of our den mother around here. <laughs> Hello. So can each of you share a little tidbit about yourself before we dive into the topic? Whoever wants to go first, Monica. Um, sure. Um, as Tony mentioned, I'm a strategist here, but also um, the live ukulele performer. Uh, I often do a lot of rap covers, particularly birthday sex is one of my good ones yes, that I is. play around the office. The classic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Leah? <laughs> I'm not doing a lot of that these days. (laughs) (laughs) I just had a baby, so I'm super tired, but um, I'm going to try to bring uh, my mom's sensibility to this podcast. Um, I don't know. uh, That that really translates to I'm the old person in the room. No, (laughs) never that. (laughs) Um, It's just a number. I'm I'm living like the mom Brooklyn life, the typical mom Brooklyn life right now. Park Slope life. Love it. All right. First, we're going to start with the rundown. This is where I explain a timely topic that we'll discuss here today. So this is by no means breaking news, but guys, we need to talk about DJ Khaled and his brilliant content strategy (laughs) as marketers. I feel like there's a lot to learn from (laughs) what he's doing out there. Um, A little bit of background. DJ Khaled is a producer. He's a media personality and obviously he's a DJ, hence the name. He's always had a really big personality, and he's really well known for collaborating with these huge artists and creating mixtapes and different studio albums that bring different artists together. But he kind of just hit his own personal spotlight by creating a brand for himself on Snapchat. He hit his glow up, as I like to say. (laughs) Um, He gets millions of views on every single story. And by the way, he posts a story every day, all day. You literally pretty much wake up with DJ Khaled and go to sleep with DJ Khaled. That kind of sounds weird. (laughs) (laughs) Snapchat even made a national filter with his face on it. Like, Snapchat loves Khaled because he's bringing in a ton of viewers, right? Um, And he's even selling merchandise at this point. Me and Monica looked up. We looked up wethebeststore.com trying to get in on this trend and he's selling slides for like $55. Yeah, and he knows he's he's onto something because they were 55 and I checked yesterday and they're now 65. Oh my God. (laughs) See, getting out of hand. Um, So how about I show you some of my favorite gems from DJ Khaled's Snapchat? Does that work? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Key to more success is to get a massage once a week. Very important. Major key. Cloth talk. Major. To succeed, you must believe. When you believe, you will succeed. Bless up. Above water. Keep your head above water. The key to success is to keep your head above the water. Never give up. Okay. That was ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
He's a little ridiculous, but people are clearly loving what he's offering. So from my point of view, he has kind of a clear brand strategy in place, and there's a lot to kind of learn from it. First off, there's consistency. Right, right, right. Right? He has breakfast every day. You walk with him to get breakfast. Yeah, he has, like, clear, like, content pillars. Yeah. Right? Like, like me, like, the cloth talk segment, um, the breakfast, lunch, dinner, D, what's for lunch segment, yeah. the lions. Lion! Yeah. Yeah, all that. Um, there's catchy wording, bless up, another one. They don't want you to win. They nope. don't want you to blank nope. anywhere. Insert anywhere. Well, that's like an they interesting to thing it. too. Is like positioning wise. Like he's positioned against they. Yeah. Who, who, are who is they? Is. By the way, <laughs> who is they? We don't know. But they. They, they. don't want you to. The man. <laughs> the man. There's clear branding. High frequencies. Posting every day, all day. Young people are absolutely obsessed. With this 40-year-old man. I didn't know he was 40 until <laughs> I looked that up. And he has these keys to success that people are clearly tuned into. So there's so much to talk about. Let's dive into it. Um, let's go ahead and pass the mic. So why do you guys think DJ Khaled is so popular amongst young people? I think it's very clear that he you know, really prides himself on being an authentic voice. And it's so rare to find, um, especially in uh, in social media where I think people, you know, Snapchat's the anti-Instagram where yeah, Instagram is completely curated now and uh, it feels completely fake. You've got Photoshop, you've got the Kardashians, you've got all of that. So I feel like this is uh, so refreshingly honest and... Um, Everyone can relate to this, um, and it's it's great to to have an eye into such a personal world, um, even if it's ridiculous. It's like fantastic that I get to go into the shower with him. You know, <laughs> like how many times do you get to go into the shower with somebody else and see everyone in all their glory and all their right. and all their lumps and and curves? Oh my god, so many lumps, <laughs> but it's all good. Um, but I love that. I think that that is um, that is where we're headed, and um, I can't be, you know, as somebody who loves Photoshop, I, I, uh, you'd think that I would be um, scared by something that's so um, real and not pretty. And I think that's one of the appeals of Snapchat in yeah. general is just like how freaking real it is. Totally. Yeah, I think ridiculous is a good word. I mean, this is pure entertainment, right? Like, I he he's somewhere like. Um, like kind of like the modern Yoda in a little bit, like <laughs> always, like always, or like fortune cookie isms. Like yeah, he's always yeah, yeah. spit in philosophy, which is, and it's always like in an analogy, like watering flowers would be like, yo, like you gotta grow, you know what I mean, right? Like, yeah, it's. I don't think people take that necessarily seriously, but the, it's ridiculous and hilarious how like the like activity he's doing versus like the proverb he's saying. I totally. think is really funny. Um, there's also a level of like um, MTV Cribsiness to it. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're like, wait, jacuzzi talk? Like he's in this like <laughs> lavish, lavish jacuzzi, like spitting like Run DMC type proverbs again. Like I don't know, it's just hilarious. It is interesting, and even though he is clearly um, very rich, he's famous. We kind of feel a connection to him. He feels like someone we can relate to, which is funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I never thought I would actually... I don't follow celebrities on Snapchat, usually. He's the first one I followed. 
Um, so now I'm wondering what else people are putting out there. You know what I mean? Like, is there a, <laughs> a whole, whole world new. out there? Yeah. <laughs> or is it just is it just him? Like, does he have something special other celebrities don't have? I don't know. What do you guys think brands could learn from DJ Khaled? Well, I was just saying how I... <laughs> I uh, I only know a little bit. I'm not like into the Snapchat world. I'm starting to force myself to to get into Snapchat. Um, let's see, how old am I? I've now forgotten how old I am. 34. Um, <laughs> so I, I I'm I'm slowly getting caught up to speed. But I started following um, him, and I saw the Dove soap. Um, I guess snap that he did uh, where he was talking about the only brand he uses is Dove Soap and lo and behold without even realizing it this weekend I went out and purchased Dove Soap I was like you know what he's right Dove (laughs) Soap is awesome I should return back to my roots and go to Dove Soap you know the bar the old fashioned with you it's Dove Soap with me it's Ciroc like he has Ciroc with every meal I'm like wait why do I want Ciroc he has Ciroc for breakfast (laughs) and I'm not mad at that at all So, but but the thing is, is like if Dove had actually paid him to do that, and who knows, maybe they did. I, you know, conspiracy you theories abound. But um, it would feel a lot less authentic, totally. and you would lose so much. So, do I think there's potential for him to take money from brands and make that work? I don't know. I I I'm very skeptical. I think that the, the second that he does that, it loses some of its charm. Um, however, it's incredibly powerful. Uh, if I can see one post and then buy a six pack of Dove <laughs> soap, who knows what the world, you know, yeah. <laughs> can buy. I, I definitely think authenticity is key, right? Like there's like a growing trend and ad blocking and everything. Um, it, like people being tired of Instagram even because it's so like manicured and whatnot. So I think like we could learn what authenticity can do for you as a brand, as a person yeah. and whatnot. Um, I also think he has a very clear voice, yes. clear positioning, right? Positioning as a man, clear voice. Um, and I think it's when we're thinking about things like voice and what we say to consumers, maybe it's a little less about pushing a certain slogan or ism on them versus like what can we create that they are likely to talk about and mm-hmm. share so like th- everyone talks about like lion and they don't want you to and all this stuff so like um he ve- he very much understands like what he says is also what other people would want to yeah. say as well yeah super um, catchy yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i find myself almost annoyed at this point because every snap I'm looking at from my friends and like acquaintances it's like another one another one bless up bless up and so I'm curious if you guys think um he's reaching a point of saturation where people are kind of over the calidisms or what that was gonna be my question to you (laughs) like how long can this last what's I mean the I feel like the the half-life for any of these um internet celebrities is getting shorter and shorter yeah um, so I guess that's that's my question to you because I feel like um, at, as a young person, <laughs> as a person who represents the young people, I I would <laughs> like I'm interested because I feel like it, it used to be you know a year and I feel like now and then it became six months and now it's three months and now it's like a week. Yeah, so because there's always some other thing, right? Right. Um. Yeah. I I'm curious about the same thing. I think he's gonna have to continue to do interesting things. So for instance, I kind of came into the Khaled world once I found out he was lost on a jet ski. And like, (laughs) that is an amazing thing to watch. Like he's lost in the middle of the ocean on a jet ski. So I feel like he has to 
kind of have these moments like you know a strike of genius where he has content that people want to watch for it to continue to grow um and i feel like he i don't know if he's like going out of his way to kind of continue this thing but i'm starting to see like kim kardashian and like people that i'm not trying to see like on his snapchat so i don't know i think if he maintains his authenticity um does silly things like get lost at sea people will be into it but if he tries too hard i think Mm -hmm. it's probably gonna fail i'm hoping this is a a new era for content where it really advertisers and and clients will say you know we want to partner with this person and they can do you know whatever the hell they want to do and and they aren't as censored as they've been in the past so I think that's the only way he'll be successful, and I think that's really the only way anyone on Snapchat will be successful right now um, as an influencer is, ma- you know, maintaining their voice and, and not being censored. Um, who knows if advertisers are going to be willing to do that, but um, there's obviously a huge potential right now. Totally. Yeah. No, I, th- I think Khaled fatigue is real. <laughs> I th- I'm, I'm, and there's also... Are you fatigued? Um, I... I might be a little bit. I think there's a, there's a strength to his consistency, but it's also to his detriment. Yeah. So I think to your point, like, how can he keep it fresh and new? And and we've seen it, right? Like, even YouTube influencers, like, one could easily fall off the tracks, but a lot of them are always, like, and continue to be engaging for years. Um, but there's also, like, I heard someone recently tell me, tell me that they're not into DJ Khaled anymore because everyone knows about him. Oh, well, that's yeah, the thing. That's Once totally... the Brooklyn mom knows yeah. about it, it's done um, for. Sorry, guys. Right, right, right. <laughs> So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's tough. That's what happens with, you know, every kind of indie artist that goes mainstream. You always have those people like, I knew him first. Right, but right, right. At the same time, you're not, He's he wouldn't have had this cultural impact if he only had a few hundred people looking at him. So even though those people might be over it, clearly, yep. you know, yep. the world needed Khaled, man. And it's hilarious because I feel like if you ask like a Khaled Snapchat fanatic, like what DJ Khaled does at like in real life, they probably wouldn't know, and they probably would know like maybe one, maybe two songs from him. Yeah. So he really was ex- able to extend his himself here. Yeah, totally, he's a household name. Didn't he do something recently where he asked everyone to show up at a location? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. and that was only to prove to his agent like what a big deal he was. Oh, I didn't know that part. I, I look, I'm only reading on like Gotham. <laughs> so I, I read the analysis after it happens, but I feel like that is brilliant, um, you know, to use the medium. People freaking don't understand Snapchat still. Right. Um, You know, they're just getting caught up. So you have people like his agents, people um, that are in the the suits, and they have no idea the power that he has. But if he can mobilize thousands of people, I mean, that that does show a lot of potential. Totally. That was really smart on his end end because you can't see that he had 2 million views on his Snap story that day. Like, a lot of it is, you know... He can only see that. So he has to kind of prove himself in that way. But really interesting. Yeah. Um, let's continue to watch DJ Khaled and what he does. And if he becomes even more branded, let's keep an eye on that. And who's the next DJ Khaled? Yeah. If he's not if he's not going to be around, like, how can you follow in those footsteps? Yeah. Right, right, right. Maybe it's you, Tony. Maybe. That's too much pressure. <laughs> I don't have an interesting life. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining me today and having this discussion, the first one of the new year. Woo-hoo! Yes. And thank you for listening. Um, guys, please follow the show at soundcloud.com slash MRY-agency 
or subscribe to Tuesdays with Tony on iTunes for more episodes. Tell your industry friends, your mom, your cousin, I don't really care. Tell somebody about the show. Thanks so much. And MRY's on Snapchat. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. The plug. (laughs) 